everyone. My name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist in Georgia, and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver. It's a wellness-based podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. Welcome to February. This is our second Wednesday in February, and this month we are talking about all things relationships. Last week we discussed some dating do's and don'ts in Just Stop. And this week we are going to be challenging ourselves to think about when it is time to let go of a relationship. This is one of the most common things people come and talk to me about is when do I know when it's time to let go of a relationship? I don't want to give up on things too soon. I don't want to have unrealistic expectations that relationships will be perfect and that can be with friends, with family, with co-workers and our romantic partnerships. But also at the same time, I don't want to feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Nobody wants to feel like they're being made to be a fool. And so it can be very difficult to navigate when it is time to let go. We don't like to start new relationships. We don't like ending relationships. If I, as I have shared with you all before, we tend to hoard people in the same way that we hoard other things. And so it can be real daunting ending a relationship and awkward and cause complications. So we're just not sure when is the right time. So let's get into it. How do I know when to let go? Ending relationships. So you all probably have been in situations where you have contemplated whether or not a relationship should end. A lot of times when a relationship is not necessarily abusive, we don't have such an easy time of being able to decide whether or not this relationship has run its course. We're not certain as to what those parameters and boundaries should be. So I want to discuss a few scenarios with you all about things that can happen and that are often things that we do need to consider in terms of whether or not a relationship should end. And then I'm going to talk to you about some strategies in just the absolute, yeah, it's time kind of situations. So infidelity is often one of those things that comes up quite frequently when people are thinking about whether or not to end a relationship. We started out this relationship and my partner has cheated Throughout the relationship, there may be a baby that was created as a result of that infidelity. Um, My partner may have been married and not told me that they were married. They may have said they were getting divorced and they're still not divorced. We've been together for years and they're still involved in this relationship with this other person. It may be that um, you have forgiven this person, but they continue to engage in cheating behaviors. And so even though they have said, hey, I'm committed to working on this relationship, they haven't done so without putting necessarily the work behind that statement because they are continuing to, to cheat, to have infidelity in a relationship. Stealing things from you, I think sometimes, uh, in relationships with our co-workers, people will steal your ideas, they'll steal your work, they'll take credit for things that you did and not give you credit for it. Um, it may be that you are talking to friends about a business idea and the next thing you know, they've set up the businesses, incorporated and trademarked and you're left thinking like, what what just happened? Did you really just take my idea and run with it and, and bring it to fruition? It may be that people have literally stolen from you uh, jewelry, money, Um, It may be that that people have taken your car without your permission. It may be that people have opened things in your name. 
It may be that people have taken your credit cards, uh, your debit cards and used them. So there are a lot of different ways that people have taken from us. It may be that you have family or friends who have uh, gotten involved in relationships with people that you were previously involved in a relationship with, or, or maybe at the same time you were involved in that relationship. And so it's like, really? So you, you, you're just going to steal my, my romantic partner? Um, lack of support is another common one that I hear from people, whether that's people not showing up for your events, not getting behind your ideas, uh, not following through with things that they said they would do for you, not celebrating your accomplishments or your achievements. Um, it may be that, that when it comes time um, for them to ask you for things, you're there available and ready to support them, but it's not reciprocated in any way that could be investing in you financially, emotionally, uh, physically. That could be uh, just the presence of, hey, you know some people that know some people that might be able to assist me and people just really willing to, to not go um, into any kind of work for you, do anything for you that requires effort, even though they say that they will when it comes time, as they say, for the proof to be in the pudding, then these people are nowhere to be found. It may be that you were counting on them to show up um, to, to speak at an event or perform at an event. Um, and, and they didn't even contact you or communicate with you. Uh, maybe they were going to be the caterer or maybe they were going to be a planner for something or, or do your hair or makeup or something. And they, they literally, the day of your event, did not show up and, and left you hanging. Um, they could be constantly questioning you. That could be whether you're loyal, whether you're trustworthy, doubting you. So when you do say you're going to do something and you have been a person of your word, yet they are constantly questioning you whether you're going to show up if you don't respond back to them right away, uh, they're blowing up your phone, texting you, emailing you, skywriting you, sending you messages in a bottle uh, because they have been in relationships with people in the past who have not been trustworthy. And so they're putting those prior experiences onto the relationship with you, even though that's not an accurate reflection of your relationship. It may be people constantly wanting to know where you are or showing up places that you are, like they're checking up on you or wanting this, you to... Uh, Put that phone up and scan the room so they can see who's there with you to make sure that you are where you say you are or requesting to put uh, a tracking device on you or, or not requesting and just doing it and you don't have any knowledge and then one day you figure out that they have been tracking you in some ways, which is how they ended up showing up at that location where you were. It may be constantly wanting all your time and not recognizing that you have to diversify your time with work and other social interests and your goals and your dreams uh, and it's never enough the time that you give them they're constantly wanting that validation of who they are to you what they mean to you and they're they're insecure in in who they are and so consequently they're insecure in the relationship with you so that constant questioning and wanting you to prove who they are to you it may be constant criticism you have likely known someone in your life who was very negative and so whether it was your hair or your clothes or your makeup or your job or the people that you were around or your car or your home there is just a constant criticism of everything about you when you give your opinion of something they're attacking you or putting you down and criticizing you for how you think about things they're constantly berating you in some way, um, making negative comments about who you are as a person, character attacks on you, really hurtful comments that leave you feeling like 
well, why do I even talk to you if this is the way that you're going to talk to me? Because it feels so caustic every time you're engaging with that person. And that leads to that abuse, right? So some people are absolutely financially, spiritually, psychologically, physically, mentally abusive. They are tearing you down. They are fighting you literally. They're causing you bodily harm as well as psychological distress. Uh, You're uncomfortable. You feel like you're walking on eggshells. You never know who you're going to get. Uh, This person can get enraged at any moment. They tend to blame you for making them react in the way that 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 you do. And that can lead to the verbal abuse of calling you names. It might be stupid, slow. It may be telling you nobody else will want you. Um, It may be saying um, things to you like, I'm not going to give you what you need, whether that's uh, love, caring, and support. Financially, uh, people will freeze you out of accounts, take money from you, withhold things from you in order to be abusive to you, to control you, to put you in your place um, and let you know that uh, they are the person who is in charge. So these are just some scenarios, everyone. These are not exhaustive in any means, but I think these are some of the common things that uh, clients will talk to me about in terms of do I want to stay in this relationship? Is this healthy for me in terms of this dynamic with a family member, a friend or in a romantic partnership? And here are some of the things that I want you to consider when you are no longer comfortable. So if you do not feel that you can show up and be who you are, that you do have to walk on those eggshells, that you have to be so careful about what you say and how you say it, that you can't share your dreams and your passions and your excitement with this person for fear of how they're going to make you feel, what they're going to say, how they're going to respond, if it's going to lead to an argument, if it's going to become uh, escalated to some physical altercation. These are some of the things that are moving in that direction of, I probably need to bring this relationship to an end. You're not happy. You haven't been happy in a long time. We've got kids or we've been together all of this time. I've invested this time, these years into this person. I don't want to start over. Uh, I don't want to go in a different direction because there's no guarantee that it's going to be better outside of this person. I don't have a lot of friends. I'm fairly isolated. This is the only person that I really have in this area. So having some interaction is better than having no interaction. Even if this person is constantly rejecting me and making me feel bad and making me feel uncomfortable, um, those are not reasons to stay in a relationship. And oftentimes, because we are holding on to something that is unhealthy, we cannot make room for something that is healthy. It is draining, right? So literally, you leave this interaction with this person. You leave going to eat with this person. You leave going to see this person. And you feel... As if you are literally completely exhausted. They have taken every bit of joy. They have taken every bit of light. They have dimmed it. They have just made you feel like you are now in a dark tunnel and it's hard for you to see yourself out. Conversations are awkward. They're, um, you know, conflict ridden. Uh, they are not meaningful in any way. They're not adding anything to you. It, it is it is almost as if talking to this person is worse than actually talking to yourself. Because often when you talk to yourself, you can give yourself some really good feedback. When you talk to this person, they're not giving you anything. It could be that they're silent. You're carrying the conversation. We talked about that 
last week. Um, you're carrying it. You don't feel like this person ever has anything to offer. And so literally you are doing all the work in this relationship. It just doesn't feel in any way like it's, it's allowing you to grow. It feels suffocating. It feels stifling. Um, and, and it feels burdensome because you are doing so much work and this person is not reciprocating in any way that you feel like you're working harder than they are and they're coasting over there. So they feel like, hey, this friendship is great. Like we've been friends for a long time. I can always count on you and you're looking like, but I can't say the same about you. And I literally leave here wondering why we're still friends, why we're still in this relationship. That's another thing that might be a, hey, it's time to step away. The relationship dynamics have changed. We all know that when we start relationships, we are still growing, we're still learning, we're still developing. Now, sometimes we grow in similar directions. We grow together. We are allowing each other to expand and blossom. We're being supportive of each, of each other, even if we're growing at different rates. However, that's not always the case. Some people do not want you to grow. Some people want you to stay exactly the same. And they will say to you, why do you want things to be different? Well, when we got in this relationship, this friendship or this dating relationship, or even when we uh, became work colleagues, I was in a different place. I had different needs. I had different wants. I had different expectations. That's changed. And so I want my relationships to be able to adjust to those changes. And some people are not going to want to do this. Uh, this is who I've always been. They're not, they're not willing to really make any changes. But also sometimes people are not honest with you, not forthcoming about who they really are. And so the information that you had at the beginning of this relationship dynamic is not the same. So maybe you didn't tell me about some unsavory characters that you spend some time with or some things that you've done in your past that could be a hindrance to us being even out together. I may not feel comfortable because of some things that you're done, you've done because of some people that you're associated with. And so you're bringing that element around me and I don't feel safe. It may be that you did not tell me that you were involved in a relationship or you had children or you had a, um, a prior history of abusive relationships with other people or some other things that that criminal activity that that uh, because I wasn't aware of, I couldn't have made an informed decision about entering into any type of relationship with you. Um, this person, because they have not been forthcoming with information, now you're starting to question, well, am I actually in a relationship with a person who I know? Because here's all of this information that's now coming to light. And I'm like, eh, I don't even really know who you are. And if I did, then again, would I have entered into this relationship? So those are some things that could have changed. Sometimes people start out being supportive of you or at least pretending they are. And then you begin to recognize that, uh, as we talked about last week, that this person was putting on a performance. They are an actor in a play and, and this is not who they are. So now they have taken off that costume and you are seeing the real them and the real them is not anybody that's really there for you that has um, your your needs uh, as a, a priority for them. And they have based the relationship with you on what they want and they're not thinking about some of the dynamics that are important to you. So that is also a reason to consider leaving a relationship if there is any type of abuse uh, and and I do absolutely recognize that people can make changes people can grow however past behavior and you have heard me say this multiple times is the best predictor of future behavior if you have been physically abusive to every person that's been in your life you've been physically abusive to me 
You've been financially abusive. You've been sexually abusive. You've been mentally abusive. You likely are going to continue that pattern. And so it does not matter that you say, I'm going to change. This time it's going to be different. After you've broken my jaw or my ribs, this time it's going to be different. After you've embarrassed me at work, come up and showed your whole tale because you think I am having some kind of relationship with a coworker, embarrassed me tremendously. Come on stage when I was performing made this about you and not about me this is who you are and so these are things that are a no-go and and I will tell people abuse is a non-negotiable some things I can work with you we can possibly rebuild it may take some time we're going to have to get some help but we possibly will be able to rebuild and bounce back from this abuse is not one of those things and I want to be very clear about that Um, whether it's intimate partner violence, whether you are um, using financial resources to control and manipulate people, or whether you are using children to manipulate people, whereas you are using status to manipulate people. All of these things are abuse. It does not have to always be physical in order for it to be abusive. You tearing a person down with your words is abusive. You demeaning a person, trying to control a person, trying to isolate a person is abuse. Abuse is a non-go. No, no go. So anytime you're in an abusive relationship, I absolutely encourage you to end that relationship. You've gotten in a rut. So we get comfortable and we get complacent and we stop working on the relationship. And so you have seen all of the memes out there. Like, I don't want to Netflix and chill. I want to actually go somewhere. I want to do something. I, I want us to be investing in things, growing together. What are we doing to work on our relationship to continue to solidify Uh, what we have built, but also continue to allow it to not have any kind of boundaries and it can continue to expand, right? That requires work. But if I have decided that I'm comfortable and complacent and that we're good, then I'm I'm going to get bored, right? So, So somebody in this relationship is going to get bored. And when we are bored and we're looking for stimulation, we're going to try to find that stimulation in other ways. And so if we're no longer investing in this, if we are no longer growing, if we are no longer doing the types of things that would allow us to be able to expand, then it may be time for us to resolve this relationship. Because again, just because we've been together doesn't mean we need to stay together. There has to be reasons why. What are we getting from this relationship? What are we doing to make sure that this relationship is going to work for us? How are we investing in each other? And if that has stopped, then the relationship likely will need to stop as well. We need spontaneity and fun and creativity um, and joy and things to look forward to. Uh, I don't want to be looking forward to to interacting with you with dread. Um, and that's friendships or dating relationships. So we're not doing anything. We're just uh, sometimes people will talk to me about every time I call this person, they're just talking about other people, what's going on in the lives of other people. They're never actually doing anything um, themselves or us doing anything together. So that's another example of, of where where is this going? Why are we still in this relationship? loneliness and and I know that you may be a wee bit confused about well how can you be lonely if you're in relationships if you have friends you have uh, relationships with your co-workers if you have these dating relationships you absolutely can still be lonely in a relationship if it is not giving you anything if it's we've talked about it feeling empty and draining um, and that it's not reciprocal and that you are not actually growing in any way you absolutely can feel lonely with a per- you may feel like you don't even want to share anything with this person because maybe they're not listening. 
So you may have that friend, you try to talk to them about things and they make it about them and they're talking about themselves. You've been on the phone for an hour and literally 59 uh, minutes and 30 seconds has been about them and they literally don't know anything about what's going on with you. That can feel very lonely. If you bring something to someone, you're excited about it and they minimize it or dismiss it or uh, it's, it doesn't even come on the radar for them or at, at all. They don't ask about it. There's no follow up. There's no like, how can I support you? That can feel very lonely. It, it feels very empty to not have that reciprocity in relationships. That may also be a time to consider what am I getting from this relationship and is it time for it to end? And that leads into you're the only one making it work. You're the only one that's saying, you know what, because all of us have things we can work on. And I want to be very clear about that. None of us is perfect. None of us communicates perfectly all the time. Some of us are better communicators than others, but that doesn't mean we don't have room to grow. None of us ever makes them uh, is without making a mistake. We make mistakes. We don't get everything right. We need to apologize for some things. We didn't handle things well. We may have reacted um, or overreacted to a situation. We may um, not have been there. It may not have realized it. it may not have been intentional. But as we talked about, intent doesn't negate impact. And so, hey, I, I didn't get that right. And so I need to I need to grow. I need to work on that. There may be some things from my childhood. There may be some things that I'm carrying from past relationships and experiences that I need to address. And so all of us need to work on ourselves. But if I am working on me and I'm trying to work on us and I'm the only person doing that and that goes back to the loneliness piece, that's going to feel very lonely. But also I'm going to start to feel very resentful because I feel like I'm putting in I'm making changes and you're not. And I do want to say, I don't want you to make changes thinking that that is going to manipulate someone else into making changes because you're going to be like, see, I'm doing the work. You're not doing the work. But it is if we have talked and we have said, hey, this is how we want to grow. These are some areas where I need for you to kind of step it up. Um, I'm not getting some things that I deserve and I desire. And I say to you as your friend or as your partner or as your work colleague, you know what? I can I can do a better job with that. You're right. I'm always late. I'm not meeting the deadlines on time. You're the one that's carrying all the weight. Let me show up and be better. Then that's one thing. Right. Because we've talked about this. We're, we're both going to address some things. But anytime you're using things for manipulation, that's not going to turn out well. But if we're truly invested in making changes and I'm the only one that's making them, then we're both not invested in making changes. And if that's consistently the case, then that may be an opportunity um, for me to think about whether or not I want to be in this relationship. And let me be clear too: change is change, right? So it is not that I did something one time. And so I said, well, I did it. Uh, No, 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 that's not change. Um, that's an outlier. I want consistency. Change is about consistently consistency. That means that I am, I've changed the behavior to something else. So I'm doing this other thing that is healthier. Now, if that's not the case, then that's not a, not a change. When you find yourself making excuses for people, making excuses for why that friend doesn't show up for you, making excuses for how that friend treats you, making excuses for your partner being abusive, making excuses for why your your partner uh, is never at your work functions, is never celebrating with you and your achievements, uh, doesn't show up uh, for you, doesn't doesn't want to be seen, doesn't want to be out with you um, because they're saying, well, you know, I want to 
uh, want to keep things private. Uh, everybody doesn't need to know. And that, and don't get me wrong, there is absolutely a space for privacy. People don't need to be out in your business. But privacy should not be an excuse. Um, and there is also a difference, as you know, between privacy and secrecy. So if you're being over here being secretive <laughs> um, because you have one of the other scenarios that I discussed going on, so you got these other relationships that you're in or um, you're out here living a dual identity and you don't want that to be found out, then I'm making excuses for why you can't be present for me, why you're not showing up in this relationship with me, why you're not being a good partner, why you're not being a good friend, why you're not being a good work colleague. Uh, and and I'm, I'm telling people, well, they're going through things or they had a rough childhood or their past relationship was really difficult or, you know, their uh, their co-parent is, um, you know, violent and they don't want to. These are all excuses for somebody's behavior and people will treat you however you allow them to treat you. So you're giving people permission not to show up and not to be there for you. This is an indication that something needs to change and that change may be that this relationship needs to end. And again, if there are no changes, right? Because constant bullying, infidelity, not being there for you, not supporting you, if that is consistent, then there aren't any changes being made. You've brought it to their attention. There is no progress. And let me tell you that there are only a few different ways that a person can make change. Come through Plug for Therapy. You're going to go and see a therapist, a life coach, a spiritual advisor, someone who is going to help you develop a skill set that you are struggling with, bring things to your attention that are patterns in your life, teach you adaptive skills, healthier ways of investing. That is an opportunity for change. Maybe you're going to, uh, there's retreats where you can learn different skills. You have professionals that come together. You have other people. These could be peer support groups. These could be retreats that you're going to that are led by professionals. But there you are going someplace where people who are also struggling with something similar to what you're dealing with come together in some, some, some supportive fashion with some techniques and skills to allow us to be able to, again, make some changes. But there has to be, and do you see in both of those examples, there is the addition of something. When we're making changes, something should be added. Because I have to have a replacement behavior for something that I'm doing that's not healthy, right? It may be that something is leaving and something is being added. It may be something is being added to solidify, to grow, like, hey, I'm doing some things, but I could stand to get a little better. But every time something is being added and words are not an addition. So just because I'm saying to you, hey, I'm making changes, that is not you actually adding something, right? Words are empty without action, okay? So you have to be moving. You have to be doing something, consistently investing in doing this thing in order for it to be a change. Some people don't feel like they need to make changes and they will say, you are the problem. You are the issue. You're too sensitive. Um, why don't you just accept that this is who I am? You're always trying to make people be stuff that they're not. These are all excuses for a person to maintain their behavior. I don't need to go to therapy. You need to go to therapy. And these are also reasons why you might want to consider ending a relationship. Your needs and wants and values are just drastically different. That could be with regard to money, parenting. 
It might be regard to, uh, with regard to your spiritual religious views. It may be with regard to who you're around, what kind of people you'd like to keep in your space. It might be your habits in terms of how you work on your goals and how you achieve things. It could be how you um, have uh, express your sexual desires and interests. It could be dis- differences around caregiving. You may have aging parents who may uh, be in need of a caregiver. You may have children with special needs that may be in need of a caregiver. All of these things require us to be on very similar pages if we're going to be successful. If we are drastically different, you all know that if you are a spender and you are with a friend or a family member or someone you're in a romantic relationship with and they are somebody that is more conservative with their spending, more uh, fiscally responsible, uh, want to have more of a budget, Um, Some may say cheap, but I say um, just more smart in how they're allocating their resources. Then you know what a difference that can be, how much conflict that can cause just on the differences in spending patterns. So when we think about being in relationships with people where we just have such drastically different perspectives, that's going to continuously be a conflict because most people are pretty set in who they are and how they feel about certain things. There is some room for negotiation, but if we were in that space of negotiating, then it wouldn't be that our values are that drastically different. It wouldn't be that our needs are that drastically different. It wouldn't be our wants and desires are that drastically different. There can be a lot of power struggles that ensue because of those differences. So I'm no longer listening to you and valuing what you say. I'm trying to convince you why you're wrong and I'm right. And these power struggles in a relationship can build resentment and contentment um, over contempt uh, over time. Right. So now I don't even hear what you I'm so angry with you and so disillusioned with you and so frustrated with you that we're not making we're at an impasse now. We're not making any progress. And sometimes we try to overlook those things initially. Some would say they are red flags um, and others would say I wasn't paying attention to those things because I did not want to see them. I wanted to think that magically these things would work themselves out and they would change over time. And guess what? They're not. And they have gotten worse because, again, our values don't really change that much. Who you are at your core is not going to change. Now, some of the other things that are not that are negotiables. Yes, but your values they're going to remain consistent. So if we have different perspectives uh, about how we view people and how we treat people, that's going to show up. And because of those differences, it's causing these conflicts and these escalations. That may be a reason for us to think about ending this relationship because it's constantly causing misunderstandings between us. And then we're also making assumptions about each other, right? And all of this chaos is coming through. The last thing that I want to talk about is self-serving behaviors. Now, it may be self-serving in that you are trying to get a need met. You are you are you have a hole, you have a void um, and you are looking for this person to fill it. And it's a dependency need. And so you are uh, putting others needs above your own, prioritizing them allowing yourself to be mistreated, allowing yourself to be taken advantage of, allowing yourself to be abused and violated simply to have this relationship in your life. So it is self-serving in that it is, at least in your mind, causing you to be able to have some fulfillment because your worth is tied to being in relationships with other people. Your worth is tied to either being a partner or having this friendship or having some kind of status that's associated, uh, we call it that social capital, with this person 
And so it is serving, self-serving in that way. It's destructive to you, but it's, it serves you to be able to just get that thirst quenched, even if it's temporarily. Or you could be self-serving in the other way in which you are more selfish and it is about you and you don't care about how you treat other people. You don't care about if other people get their needs met. You don't care about what's important to them and what they value. It is about you getting what you want. We also can get to the point where we put self, whether that is substances, the, the, the self part of I'm addicted to something. And so I'm going to be selfish in making sure I get this addiction met. And as we've talked about, addictions can be food, they can be substances, they can be people, they can be exercise, they can be work, they can be other commitments. You can be addicted to anything. So I am prioritizing myself, my needs, these things that I'm addicted to over investing in this relationship with you. So the reason that I'm not available to you, friend, when you call on me is because I'm over here getting this need met. The reason why I'm not consistently showing up for you and following through for you is because I have this other thing that is getting my attention or this other person that is getting my attention. The, the reason that I only call you when I'm bored um, and I don't initiate plans with you is because I'm over here getting my needs met in these other ways. Um, those addictions, um, whether it's self, others, things can absolutely be detrimental to a relationship and a reason for you to consider ending that relationship. I know, I absolutely do understand that it can be incredibly difficult to let people go, to end relationships. It feels so final. It feels so lonely. It feels so isolating. It feels so hurtful. None of us wants to grieve. We want to avoid those uh, uncomfortable emotions that we have to experience when we're letting go of people who have served some kind of role in our lives, particularly if they have been around for a period of months or a period of years. Be mindful of releasing people that are not allowing you to get what you need in a relationship. And that is because they are cluttering. <laughs> they may be complicating or they may be causing chaos. But regardless of why they are doing these things, the impact is still there. So please clear away the clutter of these unhealthy relationship dynamics and most importantly, be well.